Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. All right, welcome back to another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. Uh, I'm excited, so we're changing things up just a little bit. We've got kind of a, a mini series, and we wanted to take the time to really talk about our markets in particular, and not just what necessarily makes our markets great turnkey markets, but just a little bit of history behind both of our markets. So if you're not a history buff, this may not be the episode for you, but we thought it would be interesting to take a a deep dive into Birmingham, its past, and, and then in our next episode, we'll talk about Birmingham today, what makes that, what makes Birmingham a great turnkey uh, market, and we'll do the same for all of our other markets. All right. So in this one, we're talking about Birmingham's history. Uh, Majority of people know about Birmingham due to the civil rights movement in the 1960s. But I'm going to start all the way back from the time that Birmingham was first founded. Because Birmingham does have a, a rather rich history. Uh, Birmingham was founded just six years after the Civil War on June 1st, 1871 by the Elaton Land Company. Uh, four months prior, on January 26th, the company raised about 200000 from 10 shareholders to purchase the land and then construct buildings for the new city. Now, the initial plan called for uh, about... 1200 acre plot and it was right in the right smack in the middle of the intersection of the Alabama Railroad and the Alabama and Chattanooga Railroad. Now Elaton's founders and investors they named the new city after Birmingham, England, which is Britain's industrial city in the hopes that the city's natural resources and proximity to the railroad crossing would lead to significant, you know, industrial activity and then rapid population growth. Now, unfortunately, in that same year, in 1873, Birmingham had about 4,000 residents. But the panic of 1873, it was a cholera outbreak. And it nearly bankrupted the city. Thousands died. It was it, it was quite the tragedy. Uh, so, but luckily, a new coal coking process was discovered in 1876. You could tell that this, this is not what we normally talk about. I'm trying to make sure I get everything right, uh, which really helped reverse the city's fortune. So beyond coal, Birmingham's vicinity uh, also contains sizable iron ore and limestone deposits, which are crucial ingredients for steelmaking. And fun fact, Birmingham is the only city in the world where these three raw materials can be found within several miles for one another. So you can imagine that the, the city's founders think they're sitting on essentially a gold mine. Uh, this put really the late 19th century Birmingham in a unique position to develop a steelmaking industry and which just led to explosive population growth. So by the turn of the 20th century, Birmingham had become one of the United States' largest steelmaking cities. 
And really as a testament to the steelmaking power of Birmingham, they were commissioned uh, to produce the Vulcan statue for the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair. Now, the statue won a grand prize at the World's Fair and was shipped back to Birmingham, where it now resides in a four-acre Vulcan Park and Museum. Beautiful, beautiful views of the city currently. Even today, the Vulcan statue remains the tallest iron statue in the world, and it's the 16th tallest statue of any kind in the United States. Birmingham's population continued to grow in the early 20th century, and even by 1910, the city was home to over 132,000 residents. Now, to accommodate the huge influx of people, Birmingham's downtown went underwent a, a huge building boom. You know, there were high-rise buildings, uh, streetcar lanes transformed. And, and this, it was during this time that Birmingham earned kind of the nickname the Magic City for its rapid growth. It's said to have appeared overnight. And we still hold that, that title as a badge of honor today. You'll see Magic City everywhere all over Birmingham's downtown. Now, by 1930, the city's population would double to nearly $260,000. But unfortunately, the the Great Depression, it it really hit the city hard. And Birmingham uh, only gained about 8,000 residents in that that following decade. However, World War II, it, it really helped catapult the United States out of the Great Depression. And the same goes for Birmingham. In in the 1940s, Birmingham grew about 22%. And by the end of the decade, you know, 326,000 called the Magic City home. Soon after, and as we discussed uh, previously in the episode, the civil rights movement really began to gather momentum in the 1950s. In Birmingham, arguably the most notable activist, uh, Fred Shuttlesworth, which our current Birmingham airport is named after, he was a local pastor who founded the Alabama Christian Movement for Human Rights in 1956 to oppose segregation in schools and on buses. He was later joined by fellow civil rights activist uh, Martin Luther King Jr., who was arrested after demonstrating in Birmingham in 1963. And during his arrest in our in our city uh, is where he wrote from Birmingham jail, where he advocated for nonviolence resistance against these you know, unjust laws and segregation. And that is still such a huge moment for the civil rights. But one event that really brought national attention to the civil rights movement in the South, because for the most part, it had predominantly happened in the South, was the 16th Street Baptist Church. It was bombed on September 15, 1963. Now, during this church bombing, there were four little girls who were killed, and that tragedy just sparked such outrage across the country. It really helped move the the civil rights movement to the forefront of everyone's attention and help pass the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Now, in the later half of the 20th century, Birmingham really focused its effort on urban renewal. Uh, the University at Birmingham, which is uh, located in downtown Birmingham, 
was founded in 1969, and it now has around 25,000 students. It is the largest employer in the city of Birmingham and is nationally known as one of the top research hospitals. Just to see how far Birmingham has come, in 1979, Birmingham elected Richard Arrington as mayor, and that was the city's first black mayor. He served in this role for 20 years until 1999 and really spearheaded the diversification of the city's economy into healthcare and financial services. So that kind of brings us to to the 90s on the high points. We're going to, in our next episode, we're going to talk about Birmingham now and, again, what makes it a great turnkey market. Real quick, I've got some fun facts about Birmingham. So as mentioned before, fast, or I say Fast facts. Birmingham, uh, as we talked about before, Birmingham suffered a cholera outbreak in, in the late 1800s. Now, the hospitals were overflowing and understaffed. The city was very new. A local madame named Louise Wooser converted a number of brothels into emergency clinics, and her efforts saved hundreds of lives, and she is actually still honored by UAB every year. So fun fact number two, uh, Red Mountain Park, which is located in downtown Birmingham, is actually about 40% bigger than New York's Central Park. Birmingham has more urban green space than any other metropolitan area in the continental United States. Fun fact number three, uh, Birmingham is actually home to the heaviest corner in the world. The corner of First Avenue and North 20th uh, has our Woodward Building, Brown Marks Building, the Empire Building, and American Trust Savings. Now, all these buildings were constructed between 1902 and 1912, and they're really symbols of Birmingham's rapid growth during this time. Another fun fact is that Prohibition actually lasted a lot longer in Birmingham. Even after uh, the end of Prohibition, Birmingham remained dry for several years. But hey, don't worry. We, we have plenty of craft breweries and cocktail bars these days, so have no fear. We've made up for lost time. Birmingham is actually uh, home to the oldest baseball park in the United States and has hosted famous players such as Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb. While the Birmingham Barons, they now play at the beautiful Regents Field downtown, uh, Rickwood Field is still open to the public. Another fun fact is that Birmingham was the first city to celebrate Veterans Day, which started as a day to celebrate the end of World War I, and the city held the very first Veterans Day parade in 1947. And our last fun fact is that a Birmingham restaurant inspired the movie Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh, The Irondale Cafe really has been a staple in the city since 1928. It was the inspiration for Birmingham author Fanny Flagg and and her book, and it was later turned into the classic movie we all know that was released in 1987. A few famous people that are actually from the Magic City. We have Charles Barkley, who is a former NBA player. Hank Green, which is the founder of educational YouTube channel Crash Course. 
uh, Courtney Cox, with, who is the who's an actress, and uh, of course she's most famous for uh, Monica in Friends. Roy Wood Jr. Uh, he is a comedian, and he's most famous for all of his appearance appearances on The Daily Show. And that wraps up our episode of Birmingham's history. I hope you enjoyed uh, taking kind of a, a a walk down Birmingham's past and tune in next time for uh, a deep dive into Birmingham's market now and our local economy. Thank you so much for tuning in. And that's another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at spartaninvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan. Spartan.